Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Right Time, a Wave Sports and Entertainment original presented by Prize Picks. I see you, Prize Picks. Thanks to you for listening wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for watching us on YouTube. Subscribe, like, rate us, review us, give us five stars. You only give us four stars. I'm inclined to believe you are a hater. It is that time of week where we have a guest join us. Honestly, man, it's the homie. I don't even have like the full professional rundown of places and stuff and where to find them. Trayvon that was like, where, where, where should I tell people to go find you at this point? Man, you can find me on... Uh x or twitter what are we calling it nowadays <laughs> at trevon and then uh on instagram at trevon edwards and on threads are we promoting threads now <laughs> yes use threads <laughs> i have been making you trayvon i'm doing that thing where we just change somebody's day you trevon you got you went to high school with him with the homie trayvon y'all are not the same person mm-hmm. not at all not at all man but shout out <laughs> to trayvon free <laughs> Yeah, indeed, man. But no, we're going to get some NBA talk uh, going on here. It's a lot going on. Uh, and you and I both got in getting started today, having to say, thought, seeing the Warriors. What, what were they up, like 24 or something last night? Blew that? And then uh, Sacramento comes back. And dude, it's Sacramento. And I understand that Sacramento was good now. It's not the Sacramento that we spent the last 15, 20 years watching. It don't change the fact that it's Sacramento. Sacramento marches back. You got Draymond getting the technical foul for what seemed to be basically nothing. Clay Thompson, my man seemed to be going through it. Andrew Wiggins, I guess maybe he going through it too, but it don't never seem like it bothered him. It really does seem like it's bothering Clay Thompson in a different way. And then you got Steph, like still looking like close to prime of his power, Steph, but they look cooked. Like Dunzo. (sighs) Get Steph some help, man. I mean, it doesn't help that Andrew Wiggins and Clay Thompson are struggling at the same time. You know what I mean? Like, that's not the good trade-off <laughs> when you really think about this, right? <laughs> and overall, right, right now they're, you know, 8 and 9 or probably 8 and 10 now. You know what I mean? And you really think about it, uh, and it was the irony of Draymond coming back off his suspension against the Kings. And you think about when he had that incident with DeMontis, and it was just like, of course they're going to play them. NBA is the best. They sell the best drama anyway. Um, but – uh, you can sense in Clay Thompson's performance so far in the you know under twenty games that he's playing on a contract. He's frustrated. He's not shooting well. It's in his head, you know. Um, and it's hard to say. I, I mean, when you when you you mentioned like are they cooked? I was like, man, the dynasty guys they they always figure it out. But now, I don't know. I don't know because they still have Steph Curry, so it's kind of still hard to like. Yeah. To say they cooked. Oh, yeah. I, but, I like but the, the oven's like preheated. Yeah, the yeah, oven's yeah. preheated. Yeah, that, that's it. That? That's it. We've turned the knob on the oven. I like to be a little slower on the Steph stuff. It doesn't work out well for me trying to get ahead of the Steph thing. It it it, it tends to go disastrously. There's somebody in the, the greater Oakland area right now getting ready to find some snippet or whatever it is that's going to power that man in the next championship. I'm not saying I'm responsible for him winning championships. I'm just saying, though, no. he walked up to Vinny once. And me and Vinny were trying to have, like, the weird discussion about Steph as system player we were trying to sort through it but it just got to us basically people saying that we call a Steph a system player Vinny ran up on Steph somewhere and Steph was like yeah not bad for a system player huh I'm just saying like like I don't I don't need to make the bulletin board on this I don't but I do feel like looking at them like you say the dynasty guys always figure it out they figure it out while they can figure it out but then what happens is one day you look up and everybody's old and I just think, like, they got a similar thing with the Clippers, who I imagine we'll talk about in a little while. 
they old too. You just don't think about it because these cats don't look old no more. Like old dudes used to look like old people. Like Kareem started with an afro and then by the time it was over, he had goggles. It was all the way. Like, like you knew that was an old man that was out there. LeBron out here partying like it's 2012. He looked like the same dude. He don't feel like an old dude. The Warriors, man, what, Clay Thompson's got to be, what, like 33 at this point? Draymond's like 33. Steph is 35. These dudes are old and got miles on them in different types. And they tried to keep this whole thing together with this same set of dudes. I don't know what there is to figure out unless they figure out where that fountain. You fat? I ain't seen it. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I think it's, I think it's mental more than anything. Like, Steph has been the most consistent. Draymond thinks he still has the luxury to, uh mess around right he thinks like all right you know i could miss a couple games but you also don't want to play the games that steph isn't playing in so that's another thing because he <laughs> is a huge catalyst of their defense their defense gets worse when he's not playing right and he knows that so that works in his favor andrew wiggins been dealing with a personal matter that never got to the you know obviously rumors and doing all this other stuff but shout out to the warriors never leaking his stuff um but he that I'm I'm hearing he's out of shape. I don't believe that part. I think it's something else that's going on with him. And then Clay Thompson just can't throw a rock in the ocean. And it's just like it's really it's not a good look. But again, 17 games. So it's like we got a lot of season to be played. Um, but what can really help them kind of figure it out? And you know, in all sports, there's teams that do really well and they peak too early and it's some teams that just get the ball rolling after christmas or all-star break and only time will tell in this situation but i like i like that you preheating the oven i like that you keeping it spicy so at <laughs> least you can kind of you know so at least the turkey for thanksgiving is well done <laughs> nice no i'm just dude, i'm just saying they was the champions and then they lost in the second round right like it was the second round last year after going to seven with sacramento like this, this is this is just typically like the way things go. And you look at the West this year, this that turnover year, man. Everybody that's at the top of the West, like David Stern, want to jump up out the grave and be like, "Hey, can we get some big markets out here?" We talk about Minnesota, we talk about Denver, Dallas, Phoenix, Oklahoma City, Sacramento. Like it's new. Like forget the market size part of it. It has been about time for the new new to show up, and the new new is here. It's going to be a real interesting test. You and I were talking about this a little earlier, about the way that we talk about basketball like in a media sense, because all the really famous guys, all the dudes that we know of, and they all on the same teams, brother, they squad's looking irrelevant as hell right now. Like, what matters right now is the new I don't think we ready for that because there's like, uh, are the Warriors cooked? That's a question. What the hell going on with the Clippers? That's a question. How like how long before LeBron have a John Henry moment, right? Like that becomes a question. Anthony Davis, all of this. Yo, Zion, welcome back. Even Zion, right? These are all teams right now that are below the top six when we talk about them in the West. I mean, OKC, young team. Minnesota, yes. young team. You know what I mean? Like they're figuring it out and they're not scared. You know what I mean? Like, I'm gonna say like maybe a decade ago, you could you could pump fear into those young teams. Now they're just pushing back. Like, how old are you? Watch out, we're here now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we're here now. We're gonna talk trash. I don't care. It's not poking the boogeyman anymore. The league is competitive. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. shout outs to our older guys still doing their thing. LeBron, Steph, generational numbers still good. Zion, 23 years old, getting rest. Like, 
it's just you know <laughs> it's getting it's getting competitive dude it's just it's a lot to me right now yeah, what if it's I, y'all? But I did see that he had to miss the game for rest in the year where they like, yo, get your old ass out here. He's like, uh, loophole. I'm not old. It's it's one of them situations. That dude, when he's healthy and he has a squad that's surrounded, MVP candidate. Easy. I watched mm-hmm. him get 30 against the Clippers. The the one play where he strong armed James Harden and just dunked it and just looked at him like, I could do this if I want. You know what I mean? But it's just, it's discipline, man. It's so disciplined and just being a pro. And I still think that's his biggest challenge right now. That's stopping him from being like, yes, you know what I mean? An MVP candidate. He could be an all-star. I hey, think he could wake up and be an all-star. I feel like if he can't get it all right, like if his, if his, if his mentals is not correct this year, it's just never going to happen. Like, I feel like in every way it was like, yo, Grow up, Zion. It was all right here. It ain't ain't just about you no more from a basketball standpoint. It ain't just about you no more from a it ain't just about you no more standpoint. You know, that boy went through it this summer. Like, if there there wasn't any time for you to just go in the basement, he should have just been down somewhere dusty doing push-ups. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's all it need to be. Just just somewhere down there doing calisthenics and just thinking thinking about who you are and how you got to the place that you was in in that moment. Cause, cause he was in a place, dog. He, he was he was in a place. It was crazy. It was to the point where the stepdad had to step in. You know what I mean? Like it was like, hold on. Now your play has to outweigh the outside distractions. And I think that's the thing that really comes in. You know what I mean? I think that was the crazy part about some of these players we've seen that dealt with like the outside noise and being able to hyper focus and dominate. You know what I mean? Like Kobe was on trial, bro. Still hanging <laughs> it. Still hanging it, Mike gambling allegations but he was just i mean mike is mike but you know what i mean but yeah that is just crazy so you know for zion to be who he is if he really wants to be an nba player he has to take the initiative himself like you said you're giving him this year surrounded by good players got good vets um you know he's I, I, i it was an interesting comment he said where he's like they're telling me to buy in but I don't know, like, you know what I mean? I'm going to just be patient. And it's like, I don't think so. I don't think you have truly bought in yet. Because if you did, you would take, you know what I mean? Your eating habits, health, you know what I mean? Your availability. You're 23. You know what I mean? Like, that's crazy to me when you have to add that precaution to such a young player. Yeah, man. But that the eating part, like, at some point, we got to ask the fair, reasonable question whether that's about something bigger than him. You know what I mean? Like, like does he have a problem with this? people have problems with this like there's there's such things as disorders when it comes to this and i feel like all the money that you got on the line and everything else and you out you out here playing basketball all the time you know like that's like that's hard enough by itself if you can't get it right under those circumstances are are we sure they're approaching this from the right standpoint and other to find a solution because i feel like we just like yo if your fat ass will put the knife and fork down you wouldn't have all these problems and maybe we need to look at this maybe we're not doing it right right I mean, we tried the solution. They sent them to Portland and help. <laughs> so I don't know, man. I, I really don't know. I'm st- look, I'm still a Zion Williamson fan. I'm rooting for you, dude. I hope you can figure it out. Gonna go, go be a crazy 30 for 30. I know that. <laughs> Yo, because the thing about I think that gets lost in it, man, he's really good. Like, it's not a matter of man, we'll never get to see what he could be. Actually, We've seen a decent bit of what he could be, and it's like mm-hmm. top ten in the NBA already. And he could just like keep this going somewhat consistently. Oh, he's uh he's a walking twenty five and ten, easy. He's walked on the court. Just all right, I'm out here. Nobody wants to feel that. That's three ten. 
athletic, <laughs> you know what I mean? Very grown man-ish, straight through your chest and just getting it done. Like, can shoot the fade, can, can, can give it to you 25 and in, however you want it. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's a long night when you're trying to body that up. Yeah, let me switch it all them though. Me and you, we both, uh, it was a Tuesday night watching uh, the Timberwolves and the Thunder. Timberwolves came back and got that one in the end season tournament, which we'll talk about a little bit more. But, uh, hey, man, this Timberwolves thing is really, really interesting right now because we all agree trading a zillion first-round picks to get Rudy Gobert, not the best idea anybody ever had. But a year and change after making that trade, they look like the best team in the West. Yeah, it was a, a huge culture reset. And I think just surrounding guys and establishing who is the guy. You know what I mean? Like, Carl Anthony Towns wasn't that guy, right? Good player. Very good player when locked in, right? Kind of annoying. You know what I mean? If you can ignore his character, <laughs> great guy, right? <laughs> can, can, can do what he's supposed to do. And they got the, like, the tools to, to succeed in this, in this, in this league. So, but Anthony Edwards is making such a huge leap. He makes the Wolves fun. You know what I mean? We talked about this, me, you, and your brother, about like he comes from a certain area that you just know. And this dude, when he say, I could do anything or I'm great at anything, you got to believe it. You got to believe <laughs> it. You can't teach that type of confidence. And he truly be, believes that he's one of the best players in the league. And I'm starting to look at it like he not far off, if anything. If any, like I remember him guarding Jason Tatum. And he's talking trash and he rips them. And I'm like, Jason Tatum probably can grin about this, but that's kind of some foreshadowing that he coming. He coming mm -hmm. for real. Mm -hmm. no, that, he took that a nasty foreshadowing. That's a, that's a, that's a, I'm here. Right. Like, yes. like you may not yes. have noticed, but this summer I made the leap. Right. They also, mm -hmm. Minnesota got, I'm talking about these old dudes, but Mike Conley, who's a classic example of a dude, he will not make your bad team good, but he will always make your good team better. Yes. That's a big deal he's having a, him out there. He's a pro, man. He's a pro, man. Like, I think that's the thing. If Mike can stay healthy, he 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 keeps the machine running. You know what I mean? He's the type of person, like, you know, think about working in a factory. And this one dude that's been running the factory for, in that one little <laughs> section that make everything go for 15 years. And he miss a day because he's sick. And, and the factory, damn, they're about to break down. They like got to call him and get him up out of bed. That's Mike Conley. <laughs> Mike Conley makes sure that everything, none of the whole Rudy Gobert, none of the Carl Anthony Towns, he respected in that locker room, and they just got just enough good culture in there. Like, that that reset was great. The Florida in-season tournament looks great. The jerseys look great. Anthony Edwards talking cash stuff right now. Like, I, oh, no, you know what I mean? You, like, you, fun. You, you, you could be you on this podcast, my brother. You straight. Okay, okay. Talking cash shit. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I didn't know. I didn't know. You know, we don't mess up the bag. We don't mess up the bag. <laughs> fair. 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 No, they're there. Like, you look at, look, you I look care. right now. Yeah. You know, you look right now at the top six in the West. Again, Minnesota, Denver, who, by the way, going to walk through all these jokes by the time we get to uh, April, May, and June. And I don't even feel like we really need to talk about that. Jamal Murray ain't out here. Don't worry. He'll be back. And then all of this is just going to be, we just holding time before Denver goes to the NBA Finals. But in the meantime, a lot of people can get valuable experience. Dallas is up here making a little something happen. Phoenix, still the great mystery. We have no idea what's going to happen with them because who knows who's going to be healthy when. The Thunder, who played in that game last night, and I was saying last year, Thunder going to be top four in the West this year. Thunder might be top two in the West 
this year by the time the season's over. They might be what Memphis was. I, look, I, I wouldn't even push back. I wouldn't push back. SGA, game. <laughs> looking like an MVP. Game. Chad Holmgren, looking like a rookie of the year. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Like, they got luxury and they got picks if they wanted to trade and go sign somebody or do all this other stuff and just stunt. Sam Presti is the god. <laughs> Yo, he is everything because people were trying to make the argument that what he was doing was the same thing as the process. And I was like, no, nah, because the process, they're not even trying to find players. They just out here mm-hmm. trying to stink as bad as they can. Presty was like, nah, mm-hmm. look, man, we gonna have to we gonna have to make it happen with picks and trades. Ain't nobody coming here voluntarily. We gotta get you here, show you how we get down, and then maybe you will want to stay. And then they pulled all of this off. And you talk about Chad as rookie of the year. Like, I'm not playing here. Shea Gilders-Alexander is putting up numbers that in most years are MVP numbers. There's just this Jokic thing that's going on right now, right? But mm-hmm. let's say they, they could have something I can't imagine has happened before. What if you got the rookie of the year and the MVP on the same team? It could happen with Oklahoma City. You got so many Case and Wallace, Lou Dort. You know what I mean? Like You can go down the line when you really think about the guys that they have. The the It's like a well – like it's that. You know how you say the the G League uh, ignite? Mm-hmm. That's how the G League ignite supposed to look. They're developing <laughs> on the fly every night. They got guys out there that are competing for minutes. They got uh, they got good problems, right? Their problems is like okay, Josh Giddy dealing with this legal investigation thing. If something was for him to keep him out, that works in their favor because they're going to have to they're going to have a real issue sooner or later where they're going to have to pay guys. They're gonna have to make the hard choices, players. and right now, they're they rolling like they're rolling. Look, they Chet is they who he's so supposed loaded, to be. They got two. They got two Jalen Williamses, right? Jay Duck. They got Jaylen two Williams dudes with the same tough. name, different spellers, but they both all right. Hey man, they got rid of all the knuckleheads. You know, ain't nothing in OKC but to play basketball. Respectfully, yes. to Oklahoma City. But no, no, um, look, look, my mama from Oklahoma City. I stopped. I started opting out on trips to Oklahoma City when I was fourteen. You ain't got to explain nothing to them. They know what time it is. <laughs> they know what's up. Yeah, yeah. Look, they did. You know, they started off as a franchise with no practice. You know, I mean, a roller rink was the practice facility and all that other stuff. <laughs> and the way that they, the fans, appreciate their players, the way that you know they get the love. One of my close friends, Sarah Madi, she's like a diehard Thunder fan, and she's just like. Did you see my boy uh, Jalen Williams? Did you see SGA? And you know, I was talking. I was I was uh, talking about Booker the other night, his game winner in Madison Square Garden. She's like, Shea had a better uh, game winner against Portland, and I'm like, all right, you know what I mean. And he's a better player, and I'm like, so we may have a conversation, but I still got Book right now because just Book yeah. is different. Hey, but Shea's there. Shea, here's the thing about Shea. Shea, Shea that sneaky six six, like kind of how Jamal mm-hmm. Murray's that sneaky six four six five. Shea is yep. a sneaky 6'6". Six, six. Like, once you realize he's 6'6", six, six, the way you look at this kind of changes. You're like, oh, wow, yeah, this actually may be an MVP caliber player. I remember when he was playing with the Clippers. I was just like, they gonna let this dude go? He nice. OKC <laughs> don't know what they about to get. That's That was one of them joints. Like, I, I seen his development. Like, he don't play. And, like, he's been talking about he watched The Last Dance this summer and how he was just like, if, Mike, if, Mike, if Michael Jordan did it, I'm doing it. That's that's his mentality right now. And it's showing like he I don't know whether Anthony Edwards probably watched it, too. But they, you know, they got that mentality right now. Dogs for real. They don't care Yo, about nothing. And Shea putting a lot of teams to bed. Think about this, man. The Clippers were willing to give up Shea Gildas Alexander so that they could get Paul George, which also in effect meant that they was getting Kawhi Leonard. 
They would not give up Terrence Mann in order to get James Harden. And we just saw earlier this week where Reggie Jackson came down and looked at James Harden over and over again and had one word, food. I see food. There is food in front of me. I am going to eat this food up and ate his ass up over Reggie. And it's not like Reggie Jackson is a bad NBA player, but players of Reggie Jackson's caliber are not supposed to be doing that to players of James Harden's caliber, no matter how bad one of them is at defense and how good one of them is at offense. It ain't supposed to happen like that. Hey, we forgot about DeAndre Jordan. DeAndre Jordan looked like he was trying to earn the contract. He turned back the <laughs> clock. I don't know if it was personal, but he was trying to he was trying to earn another contract. I, I can see Dre off the league. Where that guy been the past three years? I don't know. I couldn't tell you. He done been on every roster, <laughs> potentially helping them get to the championship. He started in Brooklyn at one point in time. I loved it though, because I'm just looking at it like teams are starting hold to. Hold on, hold on, right fast, right fast. He started in Brooklyn because they made him start in Brooklyn. They were like, yo, start mm-hmm. our man. And he couldn't dial it up then. Something happened in the in-between. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's just so well rested because he ain't played none of the last three years that that was it was, you know what that was like for him? It was like for him. What what what's your man's name? The teacher. Oh, uh, but the Lakers and the and the and the and the, and the LA defenders. The dude that was the, t- the dude that got his oh, one shot um, moment. You talk Andre about uh, number twenty. And- Andre Ingram. Andre. Ingram. There we go. Maybe that's what it was for DeAndre yeah. Jordan. That was that was his one shot and moment of chance to come back. Hey, he showed it. He showed it because it was, you know, I almost picked him up on fantasy basketball after that. I said, I don't know how many opportunities you'll get like that, but he playing like he wanted to play. He turned back the hands of time. Dude, but they just ate the Clippers up. This isn't what it should be. And look, I don't know Ty Lue personally, but I feel like we've been watching his career long enough to know he ain't built for this. Like, like he's a man that if he got to step away, he going to step away. And I would not be surprised if he needs to step away. I can't imagine how unfun coaching this whole bunch of dudes has to be, right? Where the only guy you got that you could trust as a real live leader had to bench himself. You know, Ty Lue usually gives a 10-game, uh, like, trial period, right? It's been 15 days since something like, I mean, I think it's a little bit longer than acquiring James Harden. And the defense, man, so bad. <laughs> Paul, I watched Paul George one night take 32 shots to get 35 points and i'm not a, i'm not a, a field goal attempt guy like i don't care about that if you win the game but they lost so it looked even worse like i thought they established that Kawhi leonard was the guy then you got james harden just costly the ball was rolling and he kicks the ball unforced turnovers just like just just things airballing if i'm a team james harden can get 13 in 36 minutes i'll live with that I'll live with that. I'll go ahead. But when you sit guys like Bones Highland, who was playing really well, you know what I mean? You're not playing Norman Powell like you should. You got guys that are really effective. Now, Russell Westbrook going to the bench, his confidence is shot. He airballing free throws. You know what I mean? He don't want to talk to the media now. You know, and when Russ is mad, he mad. He 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 going to shut everybody off for a little bit. And then he talking about the fan stuff. It's just all outside noise. I didn't expect the Clippers to be this bad. Like, like your concern was they wouldn't stay healthy. Now you think they might be better off if somebody got hurt. Like, just, just to have one less thing to deal with. Or, like, one less thing to try to figure out one less person to try to keep happy. But, yo, we got Javon Edwards here. We're going to be back in a second. We're going to talk about uh, this in-season tournament. Maybe, just maybe, we coming around on that. Talk about that coming up next. 
Prize picks is the most fun you could have by winning up to 25 times your money this football season. And now you can play during basketball season two. You just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projected stats, and place your entry. And with the NBA back, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the Specials League. A league created specifically for combo projections that include two or more players from different sports or leagues. Prize picks is really simple to play. You can make our picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. And if you stick around for the end of the show, you'll get to hear some picks from producer Sean that can either help you win or make you fail miserably. So go make sure you go to prizepicks.com slash Bomani and use code Bomani for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash Bomani. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. All right, welcome back to The Right Time. I'm on with Javon Edwards. All right, man, the in-season tournament, it is here. I did not understand it. I kind of get it, but still don't really understand it. I looked up at who the quarterfinalists were. I admit it appeared to be a bit of a hodgepodge. I don't really know exactly how I feel about it in total. However, I am in. They, they, they've got me on board. Are you on board? Oh, I've been on board. I think the only thing um, is the court's. It's really like rough on my eyes, certain ones. But man, the competitiveness, you know what I mean? Once I locked down that I knew that they play on Tuesdays and Fridays, I kind of was like, all right, these are the games I'm really going to like, you know, focus on and just just, just peep, see, see what the intensity of guys really care. And then they interviewed Dame Lillard, and he was like, you know, talking about how this could be, uh, he gave us the political answer, of course, how this could be a great, situation to get the coaches paid and guys who don't you know make a lot of money like they do the main stars so he was like yeah we're gonna try to win it for them so then i followed up and i look and i'm like let's see who's actually playing hard and then guys are getting suspended scuffling doing these type of things scoring we're getting like high scoring games guys 140 150 and i'm just like oh they actually care and the lakers are looking like the best conference team outside alongside the the Pacers as well. Tyler, Tyrese Halliburton and them. They're it's inflation and scoring right now. The sliders are up on 2K. <laughs> I would say that. Yes. I had a couple realizations with this. One, I think I've talked about it on the show already, but the courts, yeah, some of those courts look bad. Some of them look good, but they all look like there's a thing going on. Right. And that's mm-hmm. I think that's the only thing they really need to accomplish with it. Like it looks like there's something there's, there's something happening here, right? Like, and you know it. It's, it's like, oh, these are the moment. in-season yes. tournament games. Right. Like, okay, mm-hmm. cool. Like, that part worked. And I think, I feel like I've been watching this, and I've come to a conclusion that makes me kind of terribly uncomfortable. It's like, damn, are we really that easy? Because I was, and when I say, are we that easy, I mean it from this standpoint, where I was like, so what are the stakes going to be here? Right? Like, why is anybody going to care about this? Oh, you just, when it matters just because you say it does? That's exactly it. If we just get on TV enough and say that this shit matters, and every game comes up and the guys are just like the, the announcers are just like, this will determine who makes the quarterfinals of the in-season tournament. We just like kids, right? Like if you just keep talking it up enough, it's going to feel like a thing and it feels like a thing. And also, at least in theory, I think we have a tendency to assume that these dudes aren't like 
competitive athletes, right? Like I think we've cynically reduced them to just being wage earners and the only thing they care about is making the money. But the truth is, and for people who are new here, Trey's a ball, like you hoop, you know these dudes, right? And you are of that world. It don't yeah. take nothing to start no competition, right? And so no. they just said, no. hey, here's a trophy. And yep, that's all it takes. Cats be like, cool, trophy. Yeah. Let's go get this trophy because I don't want this other person to have this trophy. We are going to go get this trophy. So like, it matters. The $500,000, man, cats be playing for that in cards on the plane. The rich mm-hmm. ones. Like our thought on this yeah. had always been, well, what they going to care, right? What, 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 what they going to care? Yeah. They already make all this money. No, man, this is what they do. And so it, I was just yeah. like you watching these games and being like, wait a minute. They, there is an element of caring that seems to be going on mm-hmm. here. And I owe the players an apology, quite honestly, because I forgot that they're crazy people. Yeah, I mean that's that's the itch you get. You know what I mean? Like I think we were talking about like a, just a just a basketball in general. Like if you play, you know what I mean. You look at it and from a perspective, like LeBron has a chance to be the first ever in season tournament champ. Add that to the resume. Michael doesn't have that. You know what I mean? That gives these fans <laughs> this whole new narrative of like. Mike didn't have to play through the end season tournament. I'm at the point where I would prefer (laughs) one in December and one in March. Honestly, like I would prefer two end season tournaments if we're getting this actual, you know, um, type of focus from the team, from the coaches. You know what I mean? Like Joe Mazzula explaining to Billy Donovan, like, hey, bro, I got to beat your ass in order to make this. We got to beat y'all by 26 points. This shit is amazing. It's amazing. Yo, the, like the fact. Yo, that part, that part fascinating though. The the run of the score thing. Cause I think who who I just mm-hmm. see was talking about this. Josh Hart was talking about how he didn't like how the tournament encouraged running up the score. And there's gonna be some dude out there who don't care about no tournament is just not gonna tolerate the score up running. And we gonna see some hard fouls coming down to the end. DeMar like that's DeRozan. the one thing they do have to figure out. DeMar, DeMar DeRozan spoke up about it. He was just like, you know, yeah. like that was kind of Bush League type thing. And it's just like, I'm over the whole unwritten rule stuff. Leave that in baseball if you if you may, right? You know, and I still think baseball need to get rid of a lot of that stuff, but that's not my place. But in basketball, I want you to get dunked on and taunted. I want the score ran up. You are there to play basketball until the buzzer sounds. Not all that hold the basketball. Them the people that punt on Madden. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you don't have to do this. Embarrass me, man. Because if you embarrass me, now the next time I see you, I'm going to have some pride. That teaches pride, dude. Ain't that old? Shake your hand. See you later. No. They whooped our ass fair and square. That's it. I'm, I'm all about that, man. I'm I'm looking at these matchups, Bomani, and the script couldn't be written. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna perfect. put them up on the screen right fast because Shaw got Shaw got them for us. Let's get a look at this tournament bracket. There we go. Lakers and Suns. That Amazing. was interesting. That's that's gonna be good. KD gonna be well rested coming off the foot injury. That 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 one, you know, the idea that you get to go to Las Vegas. I'm gonna be in Las Vegas, by the way, so I'm I'm happy about that one. <laughs> um, Kings Pelicans, you know, De'Aaron Fox and company, they're playing really well. I enjoy watching them. They're fast. Zion, CJ McCullum's back from, you know, his lung. Shout-outs to CJ. Um, on the other side, we get Dame and Giannis. They have one seed against the mm-hmm. Knicks. I don't know how the Knicks going to fare against that one. <laughs> I'll just be honest. The Pacers and Celtics is going to be good basketball. I'm with that yeah. one right there. That, that, that one's probably my favorite matchup of all of, all of these, just because Yo. Halliburton – He's having an amazing season. And then, you know, Tatum and Brown, 
Hopefully Porzingis is healthy by then. Um, you can get some good hoop. Gotta say, man, after seeing that up there, I'm all in for the Knicks. I want the Knicks to win it. And you know why I want the Knicks to win it? Because nobody's going to be happier about winning that championship than the New York Knicks. Nobody, nobody wants to get their hands on some kind of hardware more so than the New York Knicks. Let me get a look at Trayvon Trevon again and scream, please. Nobody is going to be more thrilled, more ecstatic about having a whiff of some sort of championship than the New York Knicks. Nobody is. They would probably be sell- selling uh, in-season tournament rings in the fan store. <laughs> yes. That's, that's, how cra- yes. that's how crazy it would get. You would, you would hear that conversation, us getting on the train, going to meet up for dinner, and somebody over here is, yeah, man, you know, this is our year to win the in-season tournament, man. We got it done. Uh, let me tell you what they turned into, because I know them dudes, because they stopped me, right? They, they be working these jobs. They stopped me on the street. It's, what do you think? You think this is the start? You think that this is the, you know, we just get some momentum going? What do you think? Like, that's, that's Knicks fans' questions about anything that could maybe make them feel a little better, that could possibly take them in a positive direction, goes with, uh, what do you think? Hey, I, li- I like it, man. You, you, you saying the Knicks, I want to see the Pacers, man. They've been playing fun basketball. And nobody normally gets excited about Pacers basketball. Well, I think Halliburton's having one of them years, though, where this is like this is going to be the year that America meets him, right? Like that that seems to be mm-hmm. the case. I mean, I think they knew a little bit last year with him being an all-star, but I was personally pushing back saying Jalen Brunson, Jalen Brunson, Jalen Brunson, Jalen Brunson. And now, you know, at this point, I would love those two to match up in the next round if the Pacers get by the Celtics, which is a very tough matchup. But, you know, next Tuesday, semifinals gonna be good yeah let me tell you this too it'll be also interested here let Knicks fans start getting really invested uh really invested in winning this tournament only to have Julius Randle come out there and quit don't tell him that this game actually means something <laughs> just tell him he's playing a regular <laughs> Dude, game I, I mean he's all, like if he knows the game means something he'll be okay but if he starts slow it's a wrap like once it don't yeah. feel if he's not hitting buckets he's not doing anything else it's tough, man. I, I see so much trade Randall. We love Randall. That's our guy. It's so mixed emotions. It's so emotional roller coaster being a Knicks fan, seeing it from that perspective. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I pray for those people. You've been living here long enough to where I think you're probably in the space where I am, where I developed a whole different appreciation for them, where I realized how earnest and sincere they are. They just really want their basketball team to be good. They really, really do. All you have to do is play hard in your legend. <laughs> just play hard in that uniform. It does, like, if I'm a player and I know I'm not going to be, like, the greatest, I'm going to go play for the Knicks. And I'm going to play my little heart out. And then it's just like that college town. You can go open up a car, car you know what I mean, car dealership. You can you go see open up Josh that restaurant. Hey, man, you will be set for life. It is like playing for, you know. Florida, the University of Georgia, <laughs> Ohio State, the State. You know what I mean? Looking at those type of situations, like he won it in 1979, telling your kids about <laughs> that one shot. <laughs> you know what I mean? So go play for the Knicks. Play your heart out. Hey, let me ask you a question while I got you here, because I have not, like with football seasons going on, I got to pay. I still like pretty heavily invested in that. I don't get around to seeing everything that's going on with the whole league. But uh, what's going on with the Orlando Magic? Are they actually good? Shout outs to Jamal Mosley, my early preseason pick for 
year. He got them boys defending. Them Wagner mm-hmm. boys, they look like substitute teachers, as Cole Anthony said. They can play. Paolo Bancaro. Oh, wait, they got both can- of them now? Yes, they've had them for two years now. I didn't know they. I, I mean, honestly, I thought that uh, I thought that Mo had begun uh, other pursuits by now. I didn't realize oh, yeah. that he was nah, still in man. the NBA. Nah, they, they 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 figured it out, man. But also, I ain't gonna call them OKC OKC East. But man, they got some they got some good problems over there. You know, what I mean, they got way too many guards that they can kind of shake off. But man. They, they, they got a squad. I really enjoy watching them play. And it's very it's been hard to say that in a long time. Even LeBron made digs at the Orlando Magic many, like, <laughs> a few years ago. What is it, last year or the year before? And they remember that. They remember that. Yeah, Paolo out there making me look bad. Look, and I look, I ain't had no problem saying this at the time. Paolo was having to work really hard to get buckets in college. He was able to get the buckets, but he was having to work really hard to get the buckets. And after the Adam Morrison failure, I'm real skeptical of any dude who needs a deep bag in college. Like, if you have to go all the way down to the bottom of the bag to find what you need in college, I'm like, I don't know. And I watched Paolo have to work really hard to get buckets on Brady Manic in the NCAA tournament when North Carolina had five and a half players on the whole team. I was like, fellas, yeah, you go ahead and take that dude number one. And I still think they took the wrong dude number one because the dude to take was Chet. Like, I don't want, like, I still think they got the wrong dude at number one. However, Paolo's been better than I thought he would be. Like, I'm looking at this now. You're telling me he's shooting 43% from three? Like, if that's happening, sorry, guys. I didn't think that was an option. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, look, Bo, you know, I'd be dealing with these McDonald's All Americans every year. And I always <laughs> say, you, not a college player, you are an NBA player. You, you're going to excel in college. You, college. You, NBA. Certain games are just situated for like that. I don't like West Coast kids playing at Duke. I still push back on that. It has never went well, right? And, you know, my guy, Seth Curry, Duke alum, he's like, you know, I, I was mad that Cooper Flag went there. I wanted Cooper Flag to go to UConn because I really wanted to see Cooper Flag average 30. I wanted to see him attempt to average more than the typical 13.7 rebound system guy. Oh, he's doing the right things. He might have one 21-point game out of the entire thing. And I think that Duke team, he had to be – Paolo had to just play in the structure stuff. And he was battling some condition where he was just dropping hella weight and just kind of his conditioning was just inconsistent. And, you know, I mean, you see those diff- them, those defenses. Sometimes they get boxing one, the zone. They don't really know their pocket. They don't really know their game. After a year under your belt or you play like – 40 games in the NBA, you're going to know if you belong here or not. And Paolo, a dog, man. He remind me of Rookie Mello. He can put the ball on the ground. He can bang. He's 6'10". He can fly. He defend. He high, he got high IQ. He make playmaking. I'm really high on that kid. Like, I really hope that he's, uh, you know, a consecutive all-star in his career and, and much more. Yeah, and he's got many years to overcome the two worst losses in the history of Duke basketball. There you go. Throw that out there for anybody (laughs) who doesn't remember that time that Coach K lost his last home game and lost in the Final Four to North Carolina in what I would consider to be fairly embarrassing fashion both times. (laughs) I'll never stop being funny. I I, I have to gather myself to try to get us ready for the rest of the show because that will never stop being hilarious. (laughs) Hey, man. The boys lost Coach K's last game at the crib and then they made him do a ceremony. And Coach hey. K pointed at all of them and basically called them embarrassments. Said that they weren't good enough. <laughs> this is crazy, man. I remember watching that game. I was sick. 
and I'm not even a Duke guy. I was sick for him. You were sick. Oh, man. I remember. I, that's right. I was watching that game on the train. I had to watch it, like, just basically watch the score change because I was taking the Amtrak mm -hmm. back from Boston. And at least Carolina was going to get rocked, and they did not. They actually won the game, and I've been laughing ever since. I've been laughing hey, ever man. since. It's been almost two years, and I've been laughing ever since. Some 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 games are like that. I, I know UT fans still laugh at me. I'm an SC guy, man. I, 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 <laughs> I can't look at Vince Young the same. I get mad well, see, when I see this him. This is the thing, though, right? Like, as someone who was a Texas fan during that time, we wasn't really, it wasn't, wasn't really about laughing at USC. Y'all just happened to be on the wrong side of greatness. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't so particular. It wasn't really personal. They just happened to be the team that they, was they playing was in the way. against. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. They just, happened, they, they just happened to be there. The king of the Rose Bowl showed up. I mean, he is the unequivocal king. He, 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 give him the D. He the landlord of the place, right? He owns that stadium. Y'all happened to be playing against him in his own stadium. Y'all didn't realize it was his yet. He just paid, made the last payment. They transferred over the deed after the game. That wasn't such a thing. But with Duke, it's always so personal with Duke because Duke is always so personal. Everything about that mm -hmm. being so personal. So that one right there, there's Caleb. I don't know if you saw that when Caleb Love went back there with Arizona and won again at Cameron and walked mm -hmm. off the court and gave him one of those. Oh, no, no, mm -hmm. no. It couldn't be any better. It could not be any better. It's tough, man. You about to make me go check into therapy today, thinking about that UT <sighs> game again. <sighs> oh, man. Get over that. Just get over here myself. laughing at Duke. As my <laughs> daddy said, if Duke played the Ku Klux Klan, I root for a 0 0 tie. It's real talk right there. We Damn. all got it. We we all got to stand for something in this world, Trey. You know what I'm saying? We all got to believe mm -hmm. in something. Speaking of that, uh, I used to believe in disliking the Boston Celtics, but it ain't the '80s no more. I just needed a transition. Where are you all dealt as we head out, get toward the end of this? I'm not. I can't figure out how I feel about them because I just can't help but wonder if the problem is the dudes. Like I don't know if there's anything they can do other than win it to make me believe that they can win it. Missoula won me over. I wasn't too high on it. I maybe took it personal because I still felt may got a raw deal in the situation. But Joe, hell of a coach. I think it's all going to rely on health. Porzingis, Jason Tatum is just kind of like in a weird spot where like he should have been the best player in the league right now. And like he's comfortable with being like number three or number four. Um, but yeah, like, and then you got a guy that's making 300 million, which you don't really want to count his pockets, but he gotta. He don't use his left. He don't. He don't go over the top. He not like top three in scoring. Like I'm just trying to still understand how he's the highest paid player as a Robin. Like <laughs> I'm waiting on these eclipse or something. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. I can't fault him though. I I never fought the player for the money, but it's just hard to not. It's hard to ignore when you're making the big bucks and you know I. I Looking at the East, you got teams like Milwaukee, you got teams like, I don't think Philly's better than Boston, but I do think that Milwaukee and Miami are like weird. Miami is a weird team that just always figures it out and is well coached. Hard to count them out when you really think about the two, um, the last four years, two out of four, and to not keep them in the mix. And that's how I feel about the Warriors as well, because it's just like, you want to say like they cooked or they made the wrong decision to not bring back guys, and but Miami Heat, they're they're always there. They're the team that that survives the peak. So yeah, the Boston Celtics, man, I I don't I'm still not a fan. I really like Jason Tatum. I really like Jalen Brown. Um Derek White inspired a bunch of other guys in the league. I don't know. Um that weird influence, but um they got a, a they got a championship team. I just I just don't know if they can get it done. Name one dude you can count on. 
and I feel like they don't have a single one. Yeah, I can't. I can't say that. I can't say that. Right, Jason, Jason Tatum, Tatum need a, a bucket. A he gonna try to step back game. from thirty feet. Yeah, like mm-hmm. he, like it's not that right. Exactly, it's one of those. It's not that they're incapable of doing things. Right, it's not that they can't put it together. But like, hey man, we gonna need you in spite of everything else, Jason Tatum, to go get us thirty. Like no matter what happens mm-hmm. today, you got to go get us thirty. I don't think. He might get you 30 under those circumstances, but not because he just walked in and decided I'm going to come in and get 30 because his game is not that tight, right? Like, you're not, you're not making decisions. Think, oh, he's not, not a consistent putting, killer. Yeah, but, I mean, the way he tries to do it is all hard shots. He just loves taking hard mm-hmm. shots. His, whole, his man can't dribble with his left hand. Christoph Porzingis is the other dude, and that's the thing I look at with them where it's just like not one of y'all can decide, hey, we're not losing tonight. Nobody can just make that decision. And we learned that when they couldn't put the when they could not put Miami away in Game Seven after they had just come back down 3-0, took their souls, had it back at the crib, and they could not just say, "All right, we going home." Hey, it's either in you or it's not. And I don't know about that with JT. Fun player though, nah, fun player. I know, and I feel so bad for saying this because he's young and it might come around. We thought Dirk Nowitzki didn't have it in him, for example, right? Like maybe yeah. maybe it's there or maybe like Dirk you just need to catch somebody else in a very similar uh internally conflicted position who's at the who's up going about the business of beating himself maybe that's what you need to get mm-hmm. right maybe we need to get Jason Tatum yeah. and Jalen Brown on different teams and then they can play against each other in the finals and then one of them can choke it off and then boom you know you, you get to what the end is maybe that's it but as of now sorry can't trust it hey man save it for another episode about silent chokers too it's the, the 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 ones the ones that that don't get the 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 bad end oh, of the of the press. We could do a long be a fun episode topic. on that. In fact, we need we need to think about <laughs> stashing that one just to have as an evergreen. Like you always go throw out the episode chokers hiding in plain sight. Oh, that one's a free one. And, and I know the listeners is gonna love that one because it's gonna either yes. cause click. It's go it's gonna get aggregated clickbait, but it's <laughs> real. You can go back and check the yep. film. It happens. It happens. But look, Trevon Edwards, check him out wherever you get all kinds of basketball content. Check him out, Trevon, on Twitter. Trevon Edwards on Threads. Trevon Edwards on Instagram. Did I get them all? Yes, you got them all, man. Thank you so much for having me. This has been fun. I'll talk to you soon. No, nah, man, I appreciate you. And ladies and gentlemen, thanks so much for joining us here on The Right Time. But first, before we go, Sean, we have uh, prize picks for the people. What, what, what do we have for the people to try to help them get PAID paid? We got uh, three picks with the NBA slate tonight. I'm going with LeBron James, 25 and a half. Let's take more points. I think LeBron will beat up on this Piston squad. James Harden, 13 and a half points. It's a low number. I'm going even lower. I'm taking less on that number. And Kevin Durant, 28 and a half against Toronto. I'm a little 50-50 here. I think I'm going to go more. I think KD's going to have 30 points tonight. And those are my picks, Bo. All right, there we go. And ladies and gentlemen, thanks so much for joining us here on The Right Time. Thanks for watching us on YouTube. Sean, you handles everything behind the scenes. Thank you, sir. Remember, follow The Right Time. Subscribe, like, rate us, review us, give us five stars. You only give us four stars. I'm inclined to believe you are a hater. And we'll talk to you guys in a couple of days. Take it easy.